Good day, friends. Welcome to Wednesday, September the 14th. Today's the episode of Enough for Today. We are in Psalm 60, and we're getting near the end. I think we're just going to do one one or two verses today because uh, there's it, this is just a surprisingly um, important verse. So we left off yesterday in the middle of the psalm, God, uh, David quoting God. So God is speaking in verses 6, 7, 8. Um, and, but, but remember the context here. This is, this is David beginning his reign by claiming victory. Okay. This is not presumptuous kind of claiming of victory. Like, you know, God has like, like God has to obey me. Okay. This is a claiming of God's already given promises. Now that's a very different thing. Okay. So um, forcing God into my will is not faith, that's presumption, and it's sort of a subtle form of rebellion. Um, getting into the slipstream of his will as it's unfolding, claiming what he's already promised, riding with him in the journey, is that's simply obedience. That's faithful obedience. Now, the nation under Saul had gotten off track, like many of us in our lives at times get off track. We uh, follow our own will and we diminish the presence and the preeminence of God in our lives and our obedience to him wanes and we kind of go astray doing our own thing. We come back, we can come back into line with his promises. And David is bringing his nation back into line with God's promises. He's claiming God's promises and he is anticipating victory physical battlefield victory over enemies, over real present threatening enemies because God's promised them this land. Now, the forward uh, application for our lives is that God's claiming territory in our own hearts and uh, personally, spiritually, and then he's claiming territory spiritually in the world as he's building his kingdom in the hearts of people through the mission of the gospel. So in both of these areas, we need to be... um, quoting God's promises to him and claiming an appropriate kind of victory, anticipating that God will keep his promises. So yesterday we read David quoting to God his promises about dividing up the promised land. He did this in Exodus and and Joshua uh, delivered up the promised land. And so these words, Shechem and Succoth and Gilead and Manasseh and Ephraim, Uh, These are areas of the promised land that were divided up to God's people, areas that were under siege and threat um, by enemies. Judah is my lawgiver. Now, verse 8 is where we left off. I didn't read verse 8 yesterday because there's a turn in verse 8. It says, Moab is my washpot. Over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Philistia, triumph thou because of me. Who will bring me into the strong city? This is verse 9. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Verse 10. Wilt not thou, O God, which hadst cast us off? Now, verse 10 references the, the, um, the experience of being cast off, the sensation, the feeling. God never cast them off. They, they got away from him. They rebelled against him. Um, they became idolatrous. They wandered. They strayed. So... They didn't get cast off, but God allowed them to suffer defeat. David already referenced that earlier in the psalm. But go go back to verse 8 
and 9. Moab. Now, this is not um, a part of, of the promised land. These are enemies. Moab is my wash pot. Edom will I cast out my shoe. Philistia, triumph thou because of me. The, em- the emphasis there is you'll triumph over the Philistines. So Moab and Edom were the enemies to the east, across the Jordan River, uh, up into the mountains to the east, which is present-day Jordan, was Moab and Edom. These enemies um, were a grave threat to the people of Israel. Philistia were the people to the west. They actually had emigrated, um, I want to say from Cyprus, across the Mediterranean to the Mediterranean shores of Israel. So they... uh, the Philistines, David, Goliath, you remember, you remember the, the, the torment that this people group was to the nation of Israel. They lived to the west of, uh, of, the, of the nation, along the coastline. So God's saying, Moab is nothing to be afraid of. I wash my hands in Moab. Edom is where I throw my shoes. I kick my shoes off. Um, we're going to trample on Edom. And Philistia, you're going to triumph over Philistia. Now, this is, remember, David uh, quoting basically God's promises to himself, to God, okay? Verse 10, wilt not thou, O God, you're, you're the one that's, who will bring me into the strong city? Who's going to bring me into the place that is overpowering to me? Who's going to lead me into Edom, into the place where the enemies threaten me? Um, now, remember, we're, we're applying this to our lives personally in the uh, spiritual ground that God wants to claim and give us victory over in our lives. But then in the, uh, in the sense of gospel mission, we're the people of God doing the work of God in the 21st century. And God is still bringing us forward. And he's going to plant us in places where there are enemies. Maybe Edom is your workplace. Maybe Edom is your community, your city, where you live. Who's going to lead you forward in that strong place, in that place that's overwhelming to you? God will. The same God that divided up the promised land is alive and well, and he's still claiming territory today, and he's still building his kingdom today. And one day he's going to renew it all, and the work in you will be finished as well. Um, So David says, Wilt not thou, O God, which hadst cast us off, and thou, O God, which didst not go out, with our armies. It seemed like you left us alone. You'll go through seasons as a Christian where you'll wonder where God is. Maybe it was because you wandered from him. Maybe it's because he's silent for the moment in your life. My experience of the Christian life is that it is long seasons of slow, steady growth and faithfulness um, interspersed with remarkable interventions of God. So, You'll go five, ten years of, of slow trudging forward, growing in God's grace, knowing he's there, not always hearing or sensing him, but just knowing he is, knowing his word, growing in his word, cultivating the soil of your life, doing what he's told you to do, get, what he's given you to do, and hoping he'll show up in some ways that you might wait for years, and then he'll show up. Suddenly he'll bring victory. Suddenly his promises are fulfilled. Suddenly he moves in ways that you couldn't have moved in 10 or 20 years. And he sweeps in and he does what he's going to do. I've experienced that numbers of times in my life. 
Um, and the long, steady, in-between moments are the real substance of the Christian life. Um, I want to read to you a part of the Old Testament that this um, references or that this comes from. And it is Exodus 15. Moses is writing, uh, it's verses 13 to 18. You have led in your steadfast love the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard that they tremble. Pangs have seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Now are the chiefs of Edom dismayed. Trembling seizes the leaders of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them because of the greatness of your arm. They are still as a stone. Till your people, O Lord, pass by. Till the people pass by whom you have purchased. Bring them in. Plant them on your own mountain. The place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode. The sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. I um, I think that's the ESV that I just read to you. I just noticed that as I pull up the cross-references, it pulls up a different translation. But nonetheless, what a powerful quote uh, from Moses. And I think the, the fact that he mentions Philistia, that he mentions Moab and Edom uh, so, so long ago, uh, David in Psalm 60 is facing those same enemies several generations later. And uh, he's quoting the faithfulness of God. Isn't that how it works in our lives? So my friend, I don't know what kind of ground God is claiming in your life today or what kind of overwhelming experience you may have, but you can rest in the promises of God and be faithful to him and keep plowing forward, keep growing forward in his grace. Hey, happy Wednesday. Hope to see you tonight at church or at groups. If not, we'll see you tomorrow.